0: You read the Bible, Greg, talking to me. I'm a long sample, so Keep up. Wait, wait, let me let me explain something to you. Uh, I am not Mr. Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude.
1: I don't know how to put this,
0: but I'm kind of a big deal.
2: Well then pass.
0: <laughs> so what you want? Jesus freaking. Got a bad feeling about this.
3: The guy with the plan.
0: Each and every man under my command owes me one hundred. Nets scouts. <laughs> eh? Right? Oh, wow. Thank you for that.
4: Hello, and welcome to the Film and Loathing Podcast for Wednesday, December 30th, 2020. This is episode number 94, and I'm Jake. I'm Chris. I'm Zach. Coming up this week, this week we have a view of the sound of metal. We'll also be talking about some other things that we watched and whatever else comes up along the way. So thanks for downloading.
1: <laughs> thanks for downloading.
4: Thanks for listening. Hope everyone had a great Christmas. Oh, shit. Chris, you got tools for Christmas? We were I got expecting. Tools for we were expecting that.
0: I did get a couple nice sweatshirts too, though. Hoodies, I'll add. Hoodies, huh? Mhm.
1: Have you found any studs in here?
0: We haven't looked yet.
1: However, you, you're not that excited to open up the box and use it. Well, because Alyssa doesn't know where she wants to put it yet. I'm, I'm waiting on the... Well, it doesn't matter if she knows where she wants to put it if she doesn't know where the
0: stud is. You're right. So I just need to go around this entire room and mark, mark yeah, every single stud.
4: Studs. Where is a stud finder? What is it? No, where is it?
0: Oh, it's somewhere around here. You want to yeah, see it? Whip it out.
4: Yeah, whip it out. Let's
1: see it in action, dude. Find a stud live. live? Yeah, I want to find a stud. Is
0: <laughs> this a video blog?
1: This is live stud finding.
4: Chris, right behind you. Check to see where the nearest stud is to that window. Dude, I don't
0: even know if it comes with batteries included.
4: You haven't even put batteries in it? No. How are you ever going to find a stud? Chris, I don't don't understand how you didn't come home and immediately try to find all the studs in your apartment. I
0: don't know. Do you guys know where the studs are in your apartment?
4: No, I don't have a stud finder. I don't have a stud finder.
0: (laughs) You can borrow mine, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know where it is right now.
1: That's really disappointing. Dude, you're gonna need a stud finder finder for your stud finder. (laughs) Do they sell those? (laughs) When you've lost your stud finder.
4: Sounds like something you can get at uh uh, what's that insanely like insanely thick. You can get fucking anything from it.
0: Oh man, that's a stud finder. This is my stud finder.
4: There we go. Does it come with batteries? Mm. No, it no. requires a
0: nine volt. Yeah, batteries not included. What you need to do is you got to press it up against the wall, and then you. I find... know
4: how it works. I want to find one. <laughs> Dude, fucking come here and find my studs
0: then.
1: I can't. There's no battery in it. <laughs> beep
0: beep 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 beep.
1: <laughs> Dude, if I was an architect, I would put a stud right between those windows just to mess with someone.
0: That
1: would be the biggest pain in me. That would serve no purpose. Like, They're definitely not looking for a stud here. And then there is one.
0: Man. Jake, he's how come he's not the engineer? Dude, because I'm an
1: architect, that's why. <laughs> yeah, he's the architect.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm a visionary. I'm not some fucking paper boy.
0: I fucking got some
1: numbers cruncher.
0: Mm, I have an architecture book over there if you want to read it. Oh, yeah? Intro
1: to Architecture? Oh, 100 pages?
0: Yeah. I've got an Intro to Architecture. No, it's, it's, it's more than 100 pages. It's a textbook. It's like 560.
4: What's your status on that one?
0: Uh, I actually bought that one for Alyssa so that she could design a home. And I bought myself a house building textbook so that I could learn how to build a home.
1: And neither of you have read them. That's not
0: true. I've actually, I've read the first two chapters of my book.
4: Do you really think designing your home is as simple as reading an introductory to architecture book?
0: No, but like, it's a fucking story, dude.
4: Like, do you have any idea how to design for wind or snow?
0: No, but it's a story, (laughs) okay?
1: Yeah, dude, I haven't gotten to that chapter yet.
0: Jeez, Jake. How much did you know about engineering like 10 years ago?
1: None. But I took more than
4: the, the introductory textbook and put it on my I have my
0: engineering book too, okay?
1: Dude, they're fine. They're going to figure it out. We'll figure it out, dude. Fuck it. Yeah,
4: dude. It's multiple
0: choice, so it's fine. Can't be that. <laughs> well, she wants to build a container home, so. What's a container home? Like those shipping containers. Like people, it's like a oh. thing people are doing. They're making houses out of it. And she wants to make one, so. Oh, seems dark. She's one of those people, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, like, you cut windows and shit into it. I've
4: Listen. seen them, like, they're stacked. I'm pretty sure that's exactly how they have the homes in
1: Ready Player One.
0: Yes, that is exactly pretty close. how It pretty close. seems like
1: in the summertime, it would be really, really, really hot. I mean, you, you, like, put... Because you basically live inside of an oven.
4: No, they're no. hollowed out, so they just serve the purpose of, like, they're, the walls, their essentially. And then you, like, design
1: stuff within it. Yeah,
0: but they're still made of metal. Yeah, but that's why you have insulation, to keep the hot stuff stuff out and keep the cold stuff out. Yeah. So you have just an internal temperature. (laughs) Making fun of me for reading my fucking
4: Google Google, it. They're kind of interesting, but I don't know if I would ever want one. I think... Is that your professional opinion as an engineer? That is my professional opinion as an engineering technician.
0: It's just like... There's some cool things that you can do with it. Like, go on YouTube and watch a couple videos. Containers are super cheap to buy, but you want to be sure about what they were carrying before you buy them. Hazardous waste. Dude, it fucking could be. It was carrying around, like, bleach
1: and shit Dude, if there's, a, if there's a chance that it's going to be cheaper and I might turn into a ninja turtle, I'm definitely going to pick the one that has hazardous waste. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they started off as turtles. You know that, right?
1: If I could be a, a ninja person.
0: What exactly did it do to
1: them? It made them grow to be like six feet tall.
0: So you'd grow by six feet and have like ninja skills. Or well, you I would have to,
1: to find good? a giant rat to teach it to me first.
0: And the rat would have to be larger than you are.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, shit.
1: So hopefully there's a rat in this. container. This is container. becoming a
0: process. Yeah, but she wants to try and do a container home. Or like a tiny home. Dude, just buy a van. Well, I mean
1: just live in a van. I, hear,
4: I hear a lot of people are doing that these days.
0: Van living or tiny yeah. home?
4: Living? Van living.
0: I could not live in a van, dude. Not maybe with may, that, maybe dude. like the airstream that he had in Sound of Metal, but like you'd have a hard pressed time getting me into just a van.
1: Why? It's mobile. You can go wherever you want.
0: It has no shower, no fridge, no cooking appliances. No electricity.
4: He made some smoothies.
0: That's true.
4: You can (laughs) eat up a can of
1: SpaghettiOs on a cigarette lighter. Dude, don't pull that goofy shit on me. You can. (laughs) Just don't follow it up with a can of ravioli and you'll be fine.
0: (laughs) No, I couldn't do van living. I, and like, that's what i was saying. I could do the Airstream he had in the movie.
1: You definitely could do van living. You're dirty and gross enough where you could live in a van.
0: Yeah, but like I'm dirty and gross to a point. I have my limits, okay? <laughs> I haven't reached them yet, but they're there. I've
1: watched you eat Chinese food off the floor Yeah. I'm and not, not sure. shower for six days. I think you could live in a van.
0: Needless to say, that wasn't my highest point. <laughs> Yeah, but I have a new sw- I have new sweatshirts I got for Christmas now. I got to keep those clean. and oh, nice. <laughs> I have a purpose for living now.
1: Dude, you know how many truck stops have bathrooms in them and showers? Well, just because I'll you be live it, just because you live in a van doesn't mean you have to be disgusting.
0: You would be Chris, though, the like Chris it does. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. Like van living comes with a certain aroma, aroma expectations. <laughs> I guess it's the word I was I was gonna say. It comes with, like, certain territories that's inescapable. You are going to get stinky. Yeah, sometimes. And you're living in a two-foot by five-foot van.
1: I mean, yeah, but you really you're just sleeping in the van. The rest of the day is your own to do with whatever. You can huh. still have a job. You can still— Doing what? You live in a van. So— You think of— you think Wait, of wait, wait. Let hire... me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So every time you've had a job interview, they've asked you about your living condition.
0: okay. Here's, what, here's my – let me propose this to you. You go into a job interview have, having lived in a van for let's say five weeks. You just showered at your, your, your local truck stop, right? And then you go in for your job interview. You get the job. You go in probably let's say two or three days later. You start working for a week and they realize, shit, Zach's starting to stink. He hasn't showered on a regular basis. What the fuck is going on? And then they confront you and say, Zach, you smell. What do you say? You smell. <laughs> Perfect answer. Got him. Perfect answer.
1: Okay, again, though, none that scenario that you just described does not contain an example of me pro, being prohibited from having a job because I live in a van.
0: I would say it prohibits you from keeping a job, and then the first couple times this happens— okay. how many I people do you know that gonna... have been fired because they smell? I haven't worked with anybody who smelt that bad, which you would.
1: How bad do you think these people smell? Pretty fucking bad, dude. How many people have you met to live in a van?
0: One, over the course of a summer, though, so it doesn't really count. And he worked at the summer camp, so, like, he got to shower every single day.
1: So It sounds like you have no frame of reference.
0: Except for all, like, the YouTube videos I've seen and, like, my expectations. Wait, you can
1: smell them through the YouTube videos?
0: No, but their hair looks greasy as shit. Like, what do you think they smell like? Uh, patchouli? you think they smell like... <laughs> probably. <laughs> There's probably a hint of patchouli in there. Jake, you're being awfully quiet here. Can you, like, hop to one side of the fence or the other, buddy? <laughs> uh, if
4: People that live in a van, they probably... They probably don't
1: stink.
0: You don't think they stink? Dude, like, no okay. more than
4: any other person stinks.
1: Just because you live in a van. like you guys, you're, The choice to stink and not stink is was made and developed in your life way before yeah, you started living down, in a van. I guess it comes down to the
4: individual. Like They're going to stink whether they live in a house or apartment or a van. So
0: I don't think that's, that's the just, case. That's just who they are as people. Your access to amenities is very limited when you live in okay, a van. I'll true. be
4: real. Tomorrow I'll probably shower, right? And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday on my 3-day weekend, I'm probably not going to shower. So, see, I get and it. Your, I I in apartment go, and your bowls go th- are going to
0: get mighty ripe. I want I'll you go to go know. I 3
4: days, but then like, you know at a certain point you just got you got shower. You know, whether it's camping, living in a van, at your home, this, you know, there's a threshold that you come to and you just got to get clean.
0: And what's the threshold? Like, I guess what I'm saying is is that like when you want to shower, you always have that option. Like, let's say one day. Truck stops are 24 hours, guy. I always Yo, have plus, that option. People yeah, yeah, living in vans. It's a to go to the shower. Like, I Chris. can literally just walk to it two seconds away, take my shower, and be done with it. Yeah, I, I you assume know, you I have assume... to drive 15 to 20 minutes down the road every single time you want to shower. Showering becomes an event. I got to. Okay. You, at,
1: some do point you this, that? at some point this week, I assume you have to go to the laundromat, do laundry.
0: Uh, I, 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 we do laundry at her dad's house.
1: So I, okay, you have to travel to but do laundry. But you still have to go out all of your clothes.
0: way. Because we do. And doing laundry, laundry is an event. You have one body, whereas I have 15 pairs of clothes.
4: Yeah, but it's the same if, idea. If like, you you're willing your to go. Take your
0: off and throw a new one on every single day. Okay,
2: but like, you it? have
4: a threshold for, you have a threshold for how long you let your laundry go. Before you need to clean it all. And just make an event out of it. Same thing with showering. You have a certain threshold that you go to. And then after that you just do it.
3: I, think, I, guess, I guess
0: my threshold just isn't as high as your guys.
1: I think I could shower
0: every other day. And you would
1: literally never know that I lived in a van. I don't Except know. we would know. Because Zach would just brag about the fact that he lives in a van. <laughs> yeah and I think that
4: would be cool.
0: And secretly he would hate it. I'd say, he would, look, he would, look at all you yeah, people in your material He probably possessions. would
4: secretly hate it, but then he would tell us that he loves it. He'd double down, best thing you
0: ever. If you ended up being yeah. a your and you hated it, you'd double down. You'd be like, dude, Look at you all dude. you
1: losers in your fucking televisions and material possessions. Oh, that's what he'd
0: say. i going to have a laptop trying to watch this week's movie in the nearest Starbucks where I'm just watching it on my fucking 55-inch TV. Dude, that's
1: what I can't wait for. I'll just come here, even though I'll smell bad.
0: i <laughs> live in a van in the state of Maine. Yeah, that that sounds like a great idea. You, if you buy a van, you have to go down south. Do you know how many times I've slept in my own car? Sleeping in your own car for like a night is different. Sleeping in a van every single night throughout the months I'm of sleeping, like December, January, February, and March would you would not survive.
3: Oh, Temperatures getting down to negative
0: ten degrees. You would survive. I don't think he would.
1: Dude, there are sleeping bags that are rated for like negative sixty degrees. Yeah, I don't think you would do it
0: every day. You don't know what you're talking about. I think it. I think you would do very well getting a van. Moving out west to, like, California or moving to, like, Texas or Tennessee. I don't I don't fucking know where you want to go. But, like, any of those places. I think you'd do great, you know? I think it'd be fantastic. You'd have to find a place to park your van to sleep. But, like – I'm going to move by a van and move to the coldest place on earth
1: and then just live in my van there to prove you wrong. Siberia? So
0: <laughs> and you're going to hate it and double down.
1: <laughs> I'm going to move to North Dakota where it's, like, negative 80 degrees. Oh, my fucking god. And my sleeping bag is only rated for negative 60, and then I'm just going to tough out the other 20 degrees Maybe. and rub it in your face.
0: Maybe Kieser will let you park outside of his house, and you can sleep there.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Does he live in North Dakota?
0: Yeah, he, go, he will – I don't know as if he's there anymore, but, like, I saw on Facebook before I deleted it. Yeah, I don't want to brag or anything, but I deleted Facebook. Um, but See, these are the stupid <laughs> things that you choose
1: to brag about. Like, oh, yeah, dude, like – I've got a flip phone and I don't have Facebook
0: anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: What's wrong with that?
1: <laughs> Which, because four days later you got an iPhone
0: and know, in a you week a you'll reactivate days. your fucking Facebook. Uh, no, 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 no. I see. I missed. It <laughs> That's why I got my smartphone back.
1: For email, you don't have a computer.
0: Well, I didn't remember to check it on a regular <laughs> basis. So.
1: Like well, you have credit cards, dude. You won't remember how. You won't remember to pay them. <laughs>
0: I've been on the fence. I'm teetering on that front. Do you know how your credit is, Chris? Yeah, it's close to 700. It's like 694,
4: 695. Nice. Be a lot better if you had a credit card.
0: What's yours?
1: Uh, like 520.
0: <laughs> it's probably terrible.
1: Credit's fake. Mine,
0: mine actually might not be that good. No, Credit's that not real. It.
4: Credit card's like a, it's like a free one hundred credit points.
0: I would imagine it would go down, wouldn't it? No, because you if you have credit and don't use it, that's good. All right, you well, know, I have like payments and stuff. Like I have like medical bills and like it's really weird, but loans. like it
1: Do
4: you looks pay basically. Your medical bills? Yes, what dude. a loser!
0: I want good credit.
4: I want to get a home one day. I think your credit is like it looks at like your debt to like spendable money that you have so essentially like if you open up a credit card like even if it's for like five thousand dollars you now just got five thousand essentially you now have five thousand more dollars at your disposal so like you now have like percentage wise now you have less
0: debt so your credit score goes up i'm down with that i could go for 300 credit points i see like I want to have good credit because I don't know what my significant other's credit is going to look like one day. Getting a credit
4: card is a great, is like such an easy way. Like I've had my credit card for a year and I've used it. Like all I do is use my credit card. Like mm-hmm. I basically like just use it as my debit card and immediately pay everything off at the end of the month.
3: So.
4: And like I probably gained like 50 credit points maybe in this year. I'm at like six thirty, seven thirty right now.
0: I mean, I, like, have looked into it just because, like, I want a credit card for traveling. But. Yeah. I just haven't done it yet. I was going to do it, but then this whole fucking pandemic happened and shit.
4: Do it up, dude. I get I have my mine's the reward cards. So I've already got, like, $50 in rewards in December alone. What are you
0: going to use it for?
4: I'll just put it in my checking account.
2: And, I don't know. Just. Builds up. Then buy movies. Probably. I can also cash it out for gift cards other places
0: if I want to.
3: Yeah.
0: I've looked into buying like a... Like a... One of those... Like an RV. Like I've looked into buying like an RV type thing. Except it's not like the full RV. Like a trailer kind of thing.
4: You wanna buy that just so you pay it back?
0: No, fucking live there. Uh oh. Uh, uh, oh, we're back Dude, on this now. I feel like that's a standard of living though that I'd be okay with smelling all four. I would smell.
1: So living in a van, no. Living in a bigger van, yes.
0: <laughs> yes. I require space. I need room to roam. So
4: it's not the van, it's the like live it's like the ratio of like the space you're living in versus how much you need
0: i mean i smell as like i smell i
4: feel like (laughs) i could i feel like i could comfortably live a summer in like one of those giant ass rbs
0: well those things are like luxurious dude those are super nice
4: yeah and i could feel comfortable spending an entire summer in one
0: i could feel comfortable spending an entire like life in one of those are you kidding me (laughs)
3: Fifteen hundred
2: dollars buy
1: a utility van, put a bed
0: in it, call it a day. Listen, it's admirable. I I, am very happy that you want to do this, and I am going to be excited for you when you do do this. I'm very excited to see how it plays out, and I'm rooting for you, but there's no way I could do it. I couldn't do a van. I don't know what I do spend my days doing.
1: Whatever you want.
0: If I don't know what I fucking want. That's a whole different department. You're probably playing Jet Set Future. I couldn't fit that in the van. You see what I'm saying? You Small could. trailer. Sure. I could fit Jet Set Radio Future in there.
1: You should live in the back of a U-Haul.
0: Like one of those big U-Hauls. That wouldn't be bad. Like That would be kind of tight. That's basically what a tiny home is. A U-Haul? Kind of. In a way. I mean, like, the tiny homes, they're... The name is very appropriate. They're tiny. Weird. She will... Like, she watches this YouTube guy living big in a tiny world. And this guy is in Australia, and he just travels around the whole entire country to, like... And even goes to, like, New Zealand, Europe, and, like, America sometimes. And he checks out these tiny homes... They're fucking elaborate, dude. Yep. These people get intense with them.
2: Well, speaking of comfortably living in vans,
4: maybe we should talk about The Sound of Metal.
1: Sure. So Metal.
4: So Metal. Let's see. So Sound of Metal is directed by Darius Martyr, stars Riz Ahmed and Olivia Cooke. And the plot synopsis is a heavy metal drummer's life is thrown into free fall when he begins to lose his hearing. What did
2: you guys think of Sound of Metal? Currently streaming on Amazon Prime, if you haven't.
0: I loved it. This was one of my favorite movies of the year.
2: I had a feeling you were going to like it a lot.
0: It's just like, I never would have guess that i'd be interested in the situation that he has ended up in but i was and i thought it was really cool showing the deaf community and there was a lot of scenes that i don't know were really interesting to me and watching them him get adjusted to his community was super cool
4: yeah i liked how a majority of it focused more on how he dealt with becoming deaf and less about how he became deaf,
0: yeah, yeah, that was nice, true,
4: and I just kind of think that's like an interesting I mean, a little on the head with like a drummer losing their hearing, but I'm, like he just but I think like all of his background stuff, like the fact that he's a recovering addict, and you know that he sort of just has this drifter lifestyle like. How a person like that might find it harder to cope with becoming deaf, just sort of like the like the stigma behind it or something like that of being quote unquote handicapped. So I thought like that was a good person to follow for this story, and it was. I don't know. I liked seeing how it all played out and just like seeing him
2: throughout the the entire course of everything. I thought Riz Ahmed was really good. Yeah. I I really, I thought, like, in the beginning, I thought he was great at being able to,
4: like, portray, like, that sense of just, like, overwhelming confusion that probably comes in a situation like that. And I thought, like, seeing him change
1: and, like, start to slowly accept it. That diner scene in the beginning it was really
0: good. Of his conversation with her?
1: Where he's, like, he's, like, calling his sponsor or whatever. And he's like freaking out because he can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, man, how are you? Like, I guess it doesn't matter if you say anything to me. I can't fucking hear you anyways. And he's like freaking out in the diner. And just like the way he portrays like frustration by not being able to hear anything. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I've, I've never lost my hearing, but I've gone underwater for a while. And when you come up, you can't hear anything. I assume it's like that. and not. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm sure it's the same thing, dude.
1: I'm just saying, it's not, like, complete deafness, but, like, temporary.
0: Yeah.
4: I really enjoyed, like, the sound design, too, that they came up with for, like, when he sort of gets those implants. Yeah. And, like, you kind of hear... It's really annoying, though. It is really annoying, but, like, I thought that served, like, a great thing when they were sort of talking about how... Like the deaf community doesn't look at being deaf as like a handicap or like something that you need to fix. So I thought, like I th- like it was kind of interesting how like that plays in, and sort of like pl- it is so annoying and like so imperfect that's like well maybe I think Rachel even made a comment. It was like I think I would rather if like my choices were being deaf or hearing that awful sound, like I think I would just be deaf. Yeah.
3: I don't
2: know. I also like this idea of like, you know, he kind of has uh, like th-
1: this trouble, like sitting still and like just literally just being without like rushing to do something or like he basically is uncomfortable with silence. And then, and the, by the end, he like has accepted it and it's what he
2: prefers.
0: It comes. It brings it back to like that one part where they are writing their jobs for that day, and he just writes, "Learn to be deaf."
4: Mm. Yeah, I like. I really enjoyed the guy who played that character,
0: the mentor character.
4: Yeah, I really liked him in that.
0: Mm. All of the all of the the acting was spot on. I, I would say that my favorite choice the they made in making this was separating him from his relationship for a good portion of the movie because it kind of seems like if you have that relationship there seeing how close they are especially since they're like in the same band and they're always in the same van and everything you would have to make the strain on the relationship a main factor in the movie but it's nice to kind of have it be separate from him learning to cope with it. Like have yeah, that be the primary focus.
4: I'm glad that Olivia Cook really didn't follow him
0: throughout it. Yeah, I liked bringing her back in in the end. I think that added an, an, a really interesting, um, a, a really interesting thing to look at where she's a changed person, he's a changed person, he's expecting things to go back to normal, but like in the same time he realizes that things cannot go back to normal, not even just for his own sake, but for her sake as well, because he sees that she's doing okay.
2: hmm
0: You
1: know? Very touching, very moving. I will I was just, say... I'll oh, go ahead. I do think, like, this portrayal of, like, like, the metalhead drummer is, like, a bit on the nose.
2: Yeah,
4: I I I totally agree.
1: Like, I, I don't remember what his, like, chest tattoo says, but I saw it and I was like, dude, I don't know anyone that would, like, get that tattoo. Doesn't it say, like, kill me now or something like that? Something like yeah. that, yeah. And, like, he has a hand tattoo, a palm, back of the hand, and literally just says no. Like, what? what? Hmm. And then what he has, like...
4: Mean? Then there's, like, the crossing pistols, and he's got, like, the underpants tattooed on his arm.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's, I'm fine it's, with the bleached hair, but the rest of it's just a little on the nose.
4: See, I would be fine with it if he actually got those tattoos, like, really committed.
1: In real life? Yeah, he pulled a Shia LaBeouf. Dude, I wish he would get the Kill Me Now tattoo. What
0: do you mean the sh- pull a Shia LaBeouf?
1: In the movie he was just in, um, the
2: oh Shia LaBeouf, the tax collector. Google it. He there's
4: like a tat. There's a thing where his tat his uh, character has this insane stomach tattoo. So he decided to get it tattooed for real for the movie.
0: That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, and
1: It sounds exactly like something he would do.
0: I know, and it sounds stupid.
1: <laughs> he literally wore a mat- bag over his over his head and said, "I don't want to be famous anymore."
0: What the fuck? Yeah, he it's actually a f- got that. It's like a lot. That's that's beyond stomach. That's chest too.
4: Like it kind of screams, I might need some help. <laughs> Please help me. I
0: feel like he, everything he's been doing for a while has kind of screamed that, you know.
1: hairstyle <laughs> too.
4: Yeah, I haven't seen the movie. I, I heard it's not very great, but
0: Dude, he's committed to the role. I think it's David Ayer. I think it's just like if you're gonna commit yourself to a role, why would you commit yourself to that role? <laughs> Like, there's so many different things that you could do, you know?
4: Yeah, Shia LaBeouf, God forbid you take on the role of the genuinely caring person.
0: Mm. Makes no sense to me.
1: Oh, well. (sighs) Big fan, Shia LaBeouf. Good
3: job.
4: Yeah. Uh, Now, I was trying to remember, at the end of Sound of Metal, does does he take off his ear thing? Does he take off his... Yeah. And then it just, just goes silent. And that's hands. it.
1: Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, then I changed my answer. I I was thinking before we were talking that I, I was thinking that it would have been a lot better if it ended at the party, like where you have like that garbled sound that he hears, and then it just sort of ends to like reaffir- like you know to reaffirm that maybe he didn't take the right choice or whatever, and he's missing something. But now that I know
0: it's the other way. I think I like this a lot more. It just kind of... It ends with him being... It start, it gets him to be accepted into this community. Him being kicked out of the community. Him never being able to go back to his normal life. Him and his girlfriend not ending up together. And then it ends with him pulling off his ear... His cochlear implants. On a bench in Paris. And I remember sitting there and just being like... This seems like a very tragic way to, for him to get to an acceptance of him being deaf. You know?
1: What I thought was, man, what a waste of
2: $35,000. Yeah. <laughs> Big time.
0: Shit, I forgot it was that expensive. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to take him off? What's his game plan afterwards? Like, what's he going to do? I guess he's just going to be homeless now. Wow.
4: He's going to go back and take that guy's offer and help out.
0: If he'll take him.
4: They'll take him. They seem like forgivers there.
0: I guess so.
1: I like when he goes to that guy and he's like, yo, dude, I just need to borrow like $20,000. No
0: big deal. I'll (laughs) pay you back. I'll pay you back like you have no idea how not big of a deal this is.
1: No, no, you don't get it, dude. Like, my girlfriend, her dad's kind of rich, dude. Like, just give me 20 grand, I'll pay you back.
4: (laughs) What did you guys think of his metal band? I I hated it. How did they
1: even
4: get to hear it? at the very very beginning, it was kind of comical how bad it was.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan of their music. And, like... They made it seem like they were on the up-and-up, and and I remember sitting there and being like, I'm sorry, I would never pay to see these people play. Ever. Like, maybe if it was a free show, but I would probably step outside to get some fresh air during their set, and then go back in for the next person's set.
2: If you guys were drummers and you lost your hearing, do you think you could keep drumming?
0: Probably.
1: Probably. What is there that you really need to hear?
4: What's the rhythm of everything? Say, so like feeling it, being able to hear it, knowing when to transition in and out of things.
0: I would uh, transition to chopping wood. Chopping wood? Still rhythmic. Don't need, doesn't necessitate sound to be part of the process. And plus, the more wood I chop, I could probably sell it, so I'm making money in the process. Mm. This guy was not thinking clearly, clearly.
1: Yeah, what can I say, Riz? You fucked up, bud. Gotta start chopping wood. (laughs) Fuck it.
4: I need to see that sequel, The Sound of Wood.
0: (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Shit. Then I use Uh, that wood to build studs for my house.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, I really want to see that.
0: I'll I'll send you a video of that stud finder in action when we get a ripped.
4: Chris, that short film you wanted to make?
0: Oh, the sound of wood. Yeah, oh. sound of wood. Yeah, make it. It's a it's like one of those old-timey videos of like, here's how to find the studs in your house. Little Timmy, come over here.
4: <laughs> um You know, I think this was definitely one of the top uh probably one of the top movies of the year. I and mean, then not that saying a whole lot, but
1: definitely better than Bad Boys for Life.
4: I think I think this movie would have had could have had potential even like maybe like last year for me. Like I s I still think it's pretty good. And I liked I sort of like the concept of it and I don't think I haven't really seen anything like that recently, so
0: I couldn't it's not help- exactly
4: like your run of the mill drama.
0: I couldn't help but think like I never would have been interested in a community like like in and I never would have thought to be interested in a community like this unless I saw this in a movie or and I never would have thought to bring a movie to this place.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I was just super fascinated just to see the dynamics of that community, like how people like I thought it was really cool to have like, the scene where they're all around the dinner table, right, and they cut out the sound to, you know, sort of be from his perspective.
3: Yeah.
4: But, you know, and then it kind of seems like all animated. and everybody's having a great time, and then they cut back in with with the sound, and you kind of just see how, like, jumbled and, like, everything is, and, like, you know, there really is no rhythm to it because obviously they can't hear. So it's just, like, interesting to get, like, the two perspectives.
0: I couldn't help it, but, like, it's, like, the whole time they're communicating, they're moving their hands and their arms. Their forearms must be so strong. Oh, yeah. I kind of—I definitely want to learn sign language. It made me want to learn sign language. you kidding me?
4: I've always wanted to learn sign language, but—
2: Um but Yeah uh,
3: <laughs>
4: you know, uh do you guys have anything else that you'd want to uh get out about Sound of Metal?
0: Not really. It was good. I like the location of the house. I thought that I thought that was a really cool place to base their operations at.
2: Yeah. it's Pretty cool.
4: Pretty cool. Um, okay, well, what would you guys give Sound of Metal out of five stars? Then
0: we we'll give it a five.
4: It's a five for me.
1: I'm gonna go four and a half on this one.
0: Uh, of course he is. Just gotta be different, Jake, don't you?
1: He's building a uh, yep. narrative, guy. Just get
0: ready. Jeez,
4: I don't even know what narrative I'm building.
1: I didn't give a single five star this year. <laughs> 2020 sucks.
4: No, I'm more thinking about how I
1: haven't given out
4: a single six this year.
1: Well, you're probably not going to, unless it's one of them.
4: You know, there is a possibility for me to give a six out of the new Nicolas Cage film, Jiu-Jitsu.
0: <sighs> maybe it's It's sad that I believe you.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, maybe you should just watch Soul. I'm sure that'll be a six out of six.
0: Dude,
4: I watched Soul. Already, I already watched Soul.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Who's the funny six? guy now? You you <laughs> missed out, Zach. I'm not watching it. <laughs> oh, man. I am curious because Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross had the score, but I like the score a lot.
0: Yeah, it's really good.
1: Then I mean, again, I can just listen to
0: the score. I don't really need to watch the movie. Yeah, it's not the same and you know it. <laughs> well, Chris, do you want to talk about Soul then? Well, I thought we have something else we got to talk about. What? The Hollow movie. The Hollow? The Wolf movie.
2: Did you guys watch it?
0: Yeah. I didn't watch it. I thought we were I thought we were watching that for like a double review this week. Oh, no, I didn't think so. Oh, okay. I guess I just misinterpreted that in text where we said, you think you guys could watch it by the end of the week?
4: Oh, no, no. I said it was on Vudu if you guys wanted to watch it for your end of the year
0: list. Oh. Oh, well.
4: Maybe if you
1: learn how to read, dude.
0: Well, then I've got three things I'd like to talk about. I
4: right, was so Chris, <laughs> we can talk about that too. I watched it as well. <laughs> I've been hammering out some end-of-the-year stuff. Um, Zach, do you want to start it off, or do you want Chris and I to go with one of the ones I've we have only watched? got
1: one thing, really, to talk about, so.
4: All right, Chris, well, I'll let you, do you want to talk Wolf of Snow Hollow first, or do you want to talk uh, Soul?
0: Let's do Wolf of Snow Hollow.
4: Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to say it briefly, it's um, directed by Jim Cummings, who's who did Thunder Road, and I think we reviewed Thunder Road on here, or we at least all watched it and talked about it. We reviewed it. We did review it? Yep. Thunder Road? Okay. I don't
0: think so. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, we definitely I just,
4: did. I just know that we all had watched it, I think, because I think it was all in our top 25. It wasn't in mine. It wasn't? No. Oh, maybe. Oh, shit. Did it not make mine either? I don't Jim, think it was yours either. Jim, Probably was if you I'm s- so sorry.
2: I just got to check really quick. I, re- I could have swore it was. Fuck, it wasn't. What? And I put a prayer before dawn at 25? What was I doing? It should have been Thunder Road.
4: I'm an idiot.
1: I should rewatch the kindergarten teacher. I bet that's still pretty good.
4: <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. um but anyways so this one uh so again he plays a police officer but they're trying to catch a killer who everyone thinks is a werewolf or it could be a werewolf and uh i don't know chris what did you think i'm curious
0: it's definitely not as good as thunder road definitely not i'll agree um i'll agree It's weird to see him play a very similar character to what he played in Thunder Road, but with like a – it's less of like a tragic humor and more of just a humor humor in this movie. Mm -hmm. And he tried to add in a a hard relationship with his daughter in this one again, which I could have done without, but you could have had the bad relationship with his father be more than enough for the situation um i thought he would, he does a good job I, the movie is an i like, was like an hour and 20 minutes something like that real brisk so it's it's a decent like it's an easy watch like even time even like through the story it's an easy watch and it's a it's a good time but like just kind of seems lost at times mhm i don't know what did you think?
4: Um Yeah, I didn't like like it as much as I was hoping that I would, but I still did like it. I was a bit surprised at like how much comedy there was in it. Yeah. But it just seems like I guess I guess that's just his thing, so you can probably expect that from anything that he does. But I'll definitely echo what you said about um the Thunder Road being more tragic humor, and I felt this one was more just like him being dickish
0: yeah
4: it's kind of where things came from and i never really found it to be that funny um just because i don't know I, I guess i had the hard time ever getting on his side because it really did feel like wow this guy's kind of an ass sometimes
0: yeah and it, it, like and the other in the other one it's not even like he was really getting in his own way that much like you just kind of felt bad for him because you wanted the character to end up well on the other side but in this one you're just kind of watching this whole entire process you start off with him being having like anger issues and and shit like that and you're kind of just like you're showing me no not possibility for redemption but you are no not showing me any qualities that tell me you deserve redemption here
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so it was just kind of a hard watch on that front considering he was the main character but
4: Yeah, character stuff aside, I think I did have fun overall with the story of it. Like, I liked how they used the werewolf thing.
0: Oh, all the werewolf stuff was, like, super good.
4: Like, I was surprised, like, they showed it so early, and then I was kind of like, okay, what's going on here?
0: I'm surprised they showed it at all, because they were pretty – they were holding on to practical effects so much in this that, like, when it came to, like, them, like, ripping arms off and, like, showing Mm -hmm. cuts and all that – and then when they showed the full wolf, it didn't look as like cheesy as I thought it was going to.
4: Yeah, no, I was surprised. I was I was impressed. Yeah. I did I did really enjoy the scene where like the woman gets out of the car to investigate the deer. Yeah. And then like the wolf's behind her, like I thought that was really good. And then honestly, the first time you see him with the, when the art with the RV, like I thought that was good too. Yeah. But I really liked the scene when he finds his daughter in the car and the the wolf comes.
0: I did, too. I thought that I, was I,
4: pretty effective.
0: One thing I was not really a fan of is there was a lot of weird transitions throughout this. Like, especially the one in the beginning where you see the wolf print and then it has, like, the moon inside the wolf print. You go in and then it just cuts to a puddle and it pulls out. That seemed mm-hmm. very clunky to me. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple other ones that I saw throughout the movie where I was like this is an odd way to go from one scene to the next.
4: Yeah, it feels like it was sort of trying to like just add a little bit of humor with the camera type of thing. Yeah, or with the editing. I don't remember I don't remember if Thunder Road was like that, so I don't know if it was just him trying something new.
0: I don't think it was. Like, I don't think they were trying to get too creative with Thunder Road. If I remember right, it was mostly just, here's one scene, here's the next, here's the next, here's the next. And then in this one, it was like, here's this scene, cool transition, here's the next scene. Like, even in the beginning when they had the, the intro shots, or the, the, the setting shots of, like, the mountains, and then they had the mountains upside down, and then they transitioned to the next shot, and they had... The mountains down below and everything to kinda show that contrast, which
4: I did like that a lot.
0: It was okay. I mean
4: It kinda reminded it, me uh, of Midsummer.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
4: I did I did like that.
0: It was interesting. But the movie as a whole was not bad. It was pretty good.
4: Yeah, I think it's, it's – I definitely am glad I watched it for the end of the year. And then I'm, I am curious to see what Jim Cummings will do next. I am yeah. slowly becoming a fan of his.
0: Yeah, Jim Cummings is an interesting guy. He's got a weird sense of humor, which I'm, I'm okay with. I'm down with. I think that's really cool. I just want to see him get more Thunder Road-ish.
3: Mm.
4: His letterbox is kind of funny.
0: Him? Yeah. I'll
4: look
2: it up. Um, Zach, what'd you watch? Um, I watched Miracle. Oh, watched nice. Kurt Russell. A great story of triumph and
1: hard work and determination, winning you a gold medal in hockey. It's good. Yeah. You've seen it before, yeah?
2: Yes.
4: Okay.
1: It's
2: one of those.
1: It's like two hours and twenty minutes, but it just kind of flies by. Is it your favorite? Great time. Is it your favorite hockey movie? Probably. I don't really know of well, many others.
4: What would be, <laughs> what, would Mighty Ducks be in it?
1: Mighty Ducks is pretty good.
4: What's the one where the go the backup Dude. girl goalie is from
0: Maine? The Mighty Ducks too. Okay, yeah. Goon?
1: Never seen it. Goon 2? Never seen it.
0: What's the one about, like, the three stupid guys? Slapshot? Slapshot, yeah.
1: Benchwarmers?
0: <laughs> <It's laughs> yes. Benchwarmers, take the ice.
1: <laughs> All I'm saying is that when we do the bracket of sports movies, Miracle has a pretty good chance of being a number two seed.
2: Well, Number one? No, it's not one seed. Mm-hmm. All right. Who's number one
4: for hockey then?
0: I don't know as if there's enough hockey movies to fill a sixteen team bracket. No, there isn't.
4: I don't know if as if I'd want to commit to a sixteen team deep four region bracket.
0: Well you'd have to.
4: I mean if Maybe we're doing if we're doing, we're doing it balls, go balls four. to the walls.
1: Maybe four. I
4: could go this. I could go four in each one. Top four baseball movies, top four hockey movies, top four basketball movies. Did I say baseball or football first? There should be top four football, basketball, baseball, hockey movies.
1: Football, baseball, basketball, miscellaneous, so that you can have boxing. Nacho Libre, boxing movies. Uh,
0: the Wrestler, that counts. The Wrestler
1: and Warrior with Tom Hardy.
0: So fighting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fighting movies. You
4: want an MMA category?
1: Yes, lots of good. Southpaw, Jake Gyllenhaal. If you could do
4: like four and four, that could be like that could be
2: interesting. Rocky
1: one, two, three, and four.
2: Five. Rocky
1: five sucks. Creed. Creed's dope. Creed would be in there. Yep. It should just be
2: a boxing category.
0: I mean, we do million like dollar baby. Million dollar baby is a great one. What are other boxing movies? Miscellaneous um, videos on YouTube
1: of Mike Tyson.
0: Here comes the boom. Ali.
1: Ali. Yep. We should just do a 64 team. Boxing. Oh, what's the
4: one? What's the run with uh, Kurt Rus- or uh, Russell Crow?
0: Oh, the um, uh, Cinderella Man. There you go. And then we could do the Fighter.
2: Yep. It's a good one, even
1: though it's directed by David Russell.
0: David O'Russell's or tight shit, dude.
1: What about the one
4: with Christian Bale and Matt Damon? Or uh, Christian Bale and... Uh,
0: Mark Wahlberg. That's the fighter. Mark Wahlberg. That's the fighter. Okay. Well,
1: who Imagine. did Out of the Furnace that has real,
0: underground fighting? Real Steel. Yep. That's robot boxing.
1: Dude, it looks like we're going to have to do a 16-team bracket just so we can decide what the four
0: seeds are. What if... <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a pre-bracket to <laughs> our pre bracket. Oh, my We need to get, like, a whiteboard, like a giant whiteboard for this shit.
4: Let's do that one on our own time. (laughs) We don't have to pull into the show. Just once we get the top four seats, we'll figure it out.
1: We'll announce it, but, like. Narrowing it down to four football movies would be hard.
0: Yeah, it would. Narrowing it down to four basketball movies would be hard. I know Coach Carter's in there, like, no question, but, like. (laughs) Rebound with Martin Lawrence. Fuck yeah, dude.
4: Uh yeah probably Coach Carter. Uh
0: what else? Air Bud.
3: We're missing
0: all the Air Bud movies. Like he did every sport there was.
4: I guess I'm not. I guess I'm not overly familiar with basketball movies. I thought I would know more. Pride
0: and Glory. Pride and Glory is a good one. Hoosiers. Oh dude, baseball. Like fucking um um uh. What's the one with Tom Hanks? League of Their Own? League
1: of Their Own. Bold Durham?
0: Dude, and then we got to go with, like... Mr. 3000? <laughs> Mr. 3000's a good one. But then you have to, like, take into consideration, like, Happy Gilmore. Okay, shit, I forgot
4: they... all about these movies. Okay, these are the, these would be the top four for basketball, probably. So there'd be Coach Carter, but then there'd be Semi-Pro. Oh,
0: fuck
4: yeah. And then there would be, uh like, Mike... Starting oh. a little bow wow.
3: Yeah.
4: And then Space the Jam, fourth one a movie. And then what?
1: Space Jam, that's a basketball movie.
4: He got And a then game. probably
2: white white man can jump.
0: Yeah. He got games a good one. You got games a great one. Dude, what about um Piano Reeves, baseball? G baby. You know what I'm talking about? Hardball. Oh, Ooh, would Space
2: Jam be in there?
0: Oh, yeah. Basketball. I think that's two, tough. Mixing two sports into one.
4: Basketball is really not that good.
0: I fucking love it, dude.
4: When was the last time you watched
0: it? <laughs> it's been a while, but like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can we... What about like the, the the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance?
1: Last Dance, that's a good one. That kind of counts. more of like a series. Yeah. It's gonna be my number one movie of 2020.
0: <laughs> oh shit! A whole movie, is golf movies. I want to see what they have for golf movies. Legend of Happy Bagger Gilmore. Vance. Yeah. <laughs> there's only
4: one. There's only one seed in that. It's Happy Gilmore.
0: Yeah, Happy Gilmore already. Automatic. Caddyshack though. Oh, Caddyshack. Okay. Okay. Bagger Vance.
2: Happy Gilmore. I was not thinking of Caddyshack.
0: Who's your caddy? What? Yeah, there's not really many good golf movies. Space Jam? Boxing movies? Invincible a football movie.
2: Yeah, that movie sucks.
0: I don't there's plenty of other yeah, good football
1: movies.
4: Remember the Titans? Longest Yard?
0: Longest Yard's in there. Draft Day?
4: Probably any given Sunday for sure.
0: Concussion. The Blind Side. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. The Express, dude. Rudy. The Game Plan. The Game Plan. We Are Marshall.
1: We Are Marshall. That's another good one.
0: Gridiron Gang. Oh my gosh, there's so many. You know what's great about We Are Marshall? Radio. Fuck radio. Such a sad movie. You know Waterboy. What? Water this is the
1: plot of that movie. Oh, dude, all our good players died in the plane crash. I guess we have to be a good team with all the bad ones. So, <laughs> <laughs> like they could have been good this whole time
4: if they were just a little bit more motivated.
0: The replacements. Oh my gosh, dude.
4: You guys didn't hear me when I said the
0: Waterboy. Oh, is in. My f- oh my gosh, yeah. Rudy Ace Ventura, he's detecting for the uh, <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. It's
1: technically a football movie, I yeah. I'll count it. <laughs> if Die Hard's a Christmas movie, Ace Ventura is a fucking football movie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh
4: man, we've got some uh, good shows. Maybe we do have to do
2: sixteen. Yeah. And then we can do movies about sports gambling. How many of those
3: are there? Like sport gambling? Or
2: or like gambling as a sport? Like 21 and
4: bring down the house. Rounders. Rounders.
1: I was having this discussion with someone. Do you guys consider Die Hard to be a Christmas
0: movie? No. I'd say yeah, just because I'm not really interested in any other Christmas movie. Or not many other Christmas movies.
1: Okay, so if we're going to count that there has to be a lot of other ones that count as well. Like Gremlins. Is that a Christmas movie?
3: Yes.
0: I, I would, would say, say Gremlins yeah. is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. I would agree.
1: I
4: think there's definitely some... You can probably pull some sort of moral thing from Gremlins. So, yeah, I'd count it.
1: Castaway. Away. Is that a Christmas
4: movie?
1: Yeah. No. It has <laughs> more I Christmas than Die Hard.
4: I suppose in a way it is more it is more about family and redemption, so
1: his plane crashes on Christmas Eve.
0: Doesn't he get found on Christmas or something? I don't think so. I don't know.
2: <sighs> Shit. Alright, Chris, you want to talk about soul?
0: Yeah, let's talk about soul.
2: Uh
4: you know what? Let me start on this one. All right. I really liked it.
0: It's oh, nice. Me too, dude. <laughs> Did you actually? Yeah, it looks really nice. It looks so good.
4: I feel like it kind of... Okay, have you, you seen Coco? Oh, yeah. Was Soul essentially the same plot as Coco? Um... Like, I'm trying to remember how coco unfolds and i just feel like soul is the exact same story
0: well in soul he actually died
4: but like the, he still goes to like the beyond just in their cultures beyond yeah find some person like basically rediscovers what family is about or like you know to swap out what life is about and then they become comfortable at the end
0: yeah but they sing some purpose. songs
4: and they sing some songs
0: it's a different purpose though and like soul his sole purpose is to his his main purpose is to get back to the world of the living, whereas in Coco, his main purpose is to just get somebody to okay him playing music.
4: Hmm, okay. Okay. While
0: so same time getting back to the living.
4: Minor enough differences that the child won't notice. But I noticed Disney.
0: Yes. I noticed.
4: <laughs> did you do shrooms and did and watch this one too? I did not. No, that was. I did not do that. Like I did Inside Out.
0: No, this one was. This one was dynamite, though. The music was fantastic. Wake up, Zach. You're not
4: gonna want to miss Soul.
0: Tina Fey was the perfect cast.
1: Try not to listen to this. I might watch it. You're not gonna watch it. Dude, I might. I'm trying not to listen. All right. Yeah.
0: It's pretty
4: good. No, I really, I really liked it.
0: I mean,
4: I do, too. Um, I really like Jamie Lee Foxx. Jamie, <laughs> Jamie Lee Fox. Jamie Lee Fox. <laughs> I really like Jamie Fox <laughs> as, like, the main voice. I do,
0: too.
4: And I could not tell for the longest time that that was Tina Fey.
0: Nah. I mean, I knew going in, so I had no choice but to do
4: Like, I knew I had read it, and I, then I forgot, like, who played the voice. And I was trying to figure it out the whole time, and I could not pin it.
0: The jokes they made in the movie were funny. Like, the shit about, like, Mother Teresa and, like, making her cry and stuff. Yeah. That was,
4: yeah.
0: And then the whole Nick's joke was hilarious.
4: <laughs> yeah, there were kind of some, like, funny things like that.
0: Yeah.
3: I agree.
4: I just liked a lot of, like, the, I just liked the animation a lot. I liked their sort of their concept of what looks sort of, like, on your way to the afterlife looks like. I thought that was just kind of cool.
0: Mm. I like the 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 two dimensional beings. Yeah, that was an interesting choice. You easily could have made them like three dimensional, but like I, you you gained a certain aspect by making them two dimensional. Gives you they got really creative with that, which I thought was interesting.
4: Yeah, and I really liked the character of Joe. I thought he was awesome.
0: I thought he was too.
4: I really felt for the guy. He was great.
3: Mm hmm.
4: And then I love the I love the music, and I love like their animation of like his piano playing and. Yeah. The documentation of the lead singer. Like when she sang, I thought that was really good. hmm
0: The whole movie was good. It was like it wasn't trying to do too much, you know? And it wasn't like there wasn't a whole lot going on at one time, visually speaking, I mean. So it it definitely was a lot simpler than what I've seen Pixar do in the past with like Coco and Inside Out. Like those are very visually stimulating movies
4: i will say that this one did sort of remind me of inside out like in the way that they like try to make like physical depictions of sort of like these abstract ideas yeah. so kind like like of an inside out there's like that like pit that you fall into and it's like you're losing your creativity or your spark or whatever your interest or whatever yeah or how like there's some visual for like what for like like a, literally a physical description for what abstract thought is yeah and then like in this one you have like when they're going through that wasteland it's like oh these are all the people who've lost their way mm. whatever like some of that shit is just like getting kind of old for me from these pixar movies but like i still think i still like their ideas and like where they're going and how they handle certain things
0: yeah and if i thought that they were making it for me i'd agree with you but like it's absolutely perfect for, like, a eight-year-old.
4: Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's I think there's something that, that a 27-year-old could get out of it.
0: Oh, my gosh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I feel like this movie, in a way, just based on theme alone, not, like, how they visually represented abstract ideas, but, like, by theme alone, I feel like this movie is a lot more befitting a 27-year-old than an eight-year-old. Are you kidding me? Oh, yes. I was eight years old, being lost, trying to find my purpose in the world. (laughs) I'm sure you were having a real tough time. Sitting there playing San Andreas and Goldeneye. Must have been so hard. Skyrim. Yeah.
1: Trying to hunt for feed my family.
0: (laughs) Did you get a family in that game?
1: No, I killed them all. (laughs) Of
0: course you did. Sadistic book.
4: Uh, Did you watch anything else this week?
3: Not really,
2: no. Chris, did you watch
4: anything?
0: I watched Christmas Carol. The Jim Carrey version.
4: Oh, uh, okay. You said you were going to watch that. It
0: was weird. Um, Yeah, I don't really have much to say about it. It was weird.
4: Have you never seen it before?
0: No. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the Christmas Carol story to begin with, just because when I was a kid... I watched the Disney version, and mm-hmm. the, guy, the chain guy always scared the shit out of me.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I never really, like, watched it. I did try
4: watching Scrooge, which is based on A Christmas Carol,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and then I ended up falling asleep halfway through and I never went back to it. Nice. But there's a couple twenty twenty things i had watched this week that I know I know at least one of them you guys had wanted to watch. Uh Ooh. I saw Never Rarely Sometimes Always. Which I know Zach had wanted to see this, but Chris had you heard of this? I thought you had wanted to see it.
0: You guys mentioned it at one point in time on the podcast, and I'm I'm semi interested in it, but not like crazy.
4: It's on HBO Max and I really I really enjoyed it. And what I really enjoyed about it was you don't really know a lot about the main character. So first off, it's so it's about a woman, a young girl, she's 17, living in like P- rural Pennsylvania. It's a very conservative area, and she gets pregnant and decides that she wants to have an abortion, so she buses to New York City. To try to get an abortion, because that's where you can get one under the age of 18 without a parent's consent. And so yeah, so for the whole movie, like essentially, she's just trying to make her way to New York and makes it to New York and tries to, like align things. But for the whole for the whole movie, you don't really know a lot about her. You don't know a lot about her past. You just simply know she's pregnant and wants to get rid of it uh, and like wants to have an abortion. And so all the way up until there's, like, probably, like, this 10-minute-long scene where, like, the camera is just focused on, like, a close-up of her, and this medical woman is, like, asking her questions about her personal life, like, sort of just introductory questions like why she would want an abortion. And, like, that's when you sort of get all this backstory about her right there, and it's, like, she's in a super vulnerable position telling this to a doctor, like – It's kind of interesting that she can't – sort of like the character can't trust – the woman, like, can't trust the audience with, like, what she's about to say, but she tells it anyways. And it's kind of like – and it's sort of of like where, like, the film gets its name, and, like, I just – I thought that was, like, really clever, and I was, like, from then on out, I was, like, really impressed with it and very much on board with it. Yeah. Uh, definitely very much worth checking out.
2: Hmm. And I'm then try to.
1: what? So I'm going to try to.
4: Yeah, and then the other one I, last one I would check out was this documentary called Dick Johnson is Dead.
1: Ah. Uh,
4: have you guys heard of this?
0: Yes. Dick Johnson.
4: Have you watched it yet, Zach? No. So it's about so the woman making the documentary, her name is
1: Kristen uh, Johnson.
4: Yeah, Kristen Johnson. And her father is – uh, I think he's – like I think by the time this has happened, like it's been established that he has Alzheimer's and is dying from it. And so he agrees to let Kristen Dunst – or Kristen Johnson, sorry. Kristen Dunst? Yeah, Kristen Dunst. Uh, yeah. To allow uh, Kristen Johnson to like, document essentially the final stages of his life. And as a way to cope with him dying, there's like these inner cuts of these funny scenes that they're making where essentially they're coming with diff- they're coming up with different ways to kill him and sort of like create like comedy out of this, like as a way to like cope with this insanely like tragic thing for her. Cause like as the movie goes on, like you kinda start like you kinda get to see just sort of how tight knit their relationship is. And like the fact that he's even willing to let her film, you know, sort of says something about their relationship and like how he's super supportive of who she is as a filmmaker, even though like he's a psychologist and like was never really interested in the arts. So he doesn't quite understand it, but he's super supportive of her and like is glad she's doing it. Um, but sort of just, so, like, basically by the end of it, I don't know, He, I think Dick Johnson sort of feels like a dad to you. So to see him deteriorate, like, weighs on you, too, a little bit.
2: And I have not ashamed to admit I was crying my eyes out at the end of it.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, I thought it was really good. And it's, like, funny and it's endearing and it's charming. You laugh, you
4: cry. It's the perfect movie, Chris.
0: Perfect. High praise.
4: One that makes you laugh and cry. That's that's pretty damn good.
0: So like it's like a Tyler Tyler Perry movie. It's
4: like the yeah, last episode exactly. of
0: Boys Meets World.
2: Exactly.
4: <laughs> but I thought it was really good, and like just some, and it's pretty cool. Like you get to see like her cuts and how they like filmed him dying one of them is like they stage all these different things like he's walking down the street and then like uh uh, i think what it was oh it's like like an air conditioning unit or something like that falls and like hits him and he dies right on the spot so just like different things that they come up with and it's kind of cool because you get to see a little sneak peek about how they made it and sort of intercut there's like his thoughts on death and like You know, does he regret anything that he's done? Does he feel prepared for death? Just sort of like these really in-depth, sort of like meaningful conversations
2: between a daughter and father. Like, I don't know. I just thought it was really good. I really liked it a lot.
4: And that's all I got for this week. I got a couple more things to knock out before we do our end
2: of the year list.
0: Sounds like a plan, Stan.
2: You guys, have anything else you watched?
4: No. Nope. This not Christmas stuff really. Damn. You don't nothing you want to talk about? Not really. Cool. That's no problem. Um, are we gonna do our top tens of the year next week? Is that the plan? Sure.
0: We can. If you still have stuff that you wanna watch, I'll hold off.
4: Yeah, there's like I've got a list of maybe like Okay, so I think there's, like, ten movies that I want to see. But I know that that's probably not realistic to watch those ten. So i say there's at least, like, six that I want to see.
0: We can push it back another week, then.
2: And I think they're all readily available, so I could probably hammer them out.
0: So we'll leave it up in the air for now.
2: Yeah, or maybe if we, like, take
4: another week like don't record this sunday just like wait until next week or the weekend after i think that'd be enough time to get a bunch of shit in sure i want to see um but in the meantime i'm fine to squeak in another episode if you guys wanted to do that or just wait until we all are ready feel ready to do the top 10 of the year i'm fine with
0: whatever i don't even know what we do
4: You've got to review the Nicolas Cage movie, (laughs) (laughs) Jiu-Jitsu.
0: I want to know what actor has had the most movies reviewed on our podcast.
4: Hmm, Good question. If I go to Letterboxd, I can figure out what my most watched actors of all time, I think. You can? I think so. Let's see. Um, most watched actor for me is Samuel L. Jackson with 21 films.
0: 21. That's a lot of movies.
4: That's So that's just in the time that I've had Letterbox. So that's been like, I don't know, three years maybe.
2: Are you doing Wonder Woman next week? Oh, I'm
4: shit, fine, that's right. I'm fine to squeeze
2: in Wonder Woman before we do... <laughs> The top ten of the year. I'm cool if you guys are. Do
0: you want to do that? I haven't seen the original Wonder Woman. Is that going to put a hindrance in that plan? I
1: mean, I would watch
0: it, yeah. All right. Fine. So really, i got to watch
4: two movies this week? So happens you're not staying up with with movies, Chris. You fall mm-hmm. behind. Yeah. Even I've seen Wonder Woman.
0: <laughs> I want to watch City Lights this week. That's my only one that I'm, like, gunning for. Anyway, watch it. Watch it. <laughs> well, you let me know how that goes.
4: So, okay, locking it in. Wonder Woman next week? Wonder yep. Wonder
1: Woman 1984. Sweet. I'm going All right. Well, you
4: know what? i had to catch you. Well, as always... Thank you for downloading and listening to another episode of Film and Loathing. Come join us next week. We'll talk about Wonder Woman 1984. And until then, keep staying safe out there. Have a great week. Bye-bye.
0: And we are clear. So what's um, cracking your skulls, Jake?
4: Not much. I got home from work and then... Realized that like this company we do jobs for sent like 15 in at the end of the day out of nowhere. So I had to jump back on and bang those out. How was that? They were easy. (laughs) Chumps. It only took me like an hour.
0: Easy peasy lemon squeezy.
4: One job for four minutes. It's pretty good. What do you even do? i don't think he does anything what's my work
0: yeah is it just like multiple choice questions or what
4: <laughs> yeah my job is multiple work questions that's what i thought i get a job and it's can we install solar panels a yes b <laughs> no c b d a <laughs> and then, so i gotta pick the one that most applies
0: always d they say that C
4: well, has the highest success rate. 9 out of 10 times it's always D. No, my job is I do I do like analysis work. Oh, okay. So I just like crunch numbers all day and basically I'm just testing to see if like a roof, a proposed roof can support solar panels.
1: The answer is always Yeah, I mean like I guess if you want to. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> The answer is always yes if you really want to. You've got to give it a best shot.
4: It's. I don't think we've ever said no.
2: We always figure out a way to make it work. I don't know.
1: By solar panels, you mean flocks of birds?
0: Yes. <laughs> Do yeah, solar panels not you- work if birds poop on it? I
4: would assume oh. not. I'm pretty sure they work if birds poop on it. It would be blocking the panel. That's a big bird taking a big shit.
3: <laughs>
4: it's
1: a pterodactyl.
4: <laughs> if a pterodactyl shit on a panel, that panel, you're right, maybe is not going to work. As or maybe
1: just a little, a lot
0: of small birds and a lot of shit.
4: It's, all, it's possible.
0: Or I have to get to encounter those, like, those poop balls that the airplanes drop once their tanks yeah, get that's full. That's true.
4: That actually, was, actually, actually, it's funny you bring that up because one of the jobs yesterday I did, one of the questions was, if a bird poops on this, will we still get power? A.
3: Yes. <laughs> B. No.
0: <laughs> just tell your boss I said that. He's he's running a very complicated business model here. You could easily just simplify it.
1: Yeah. Is he is he looking to hire perhaps two other guys that are to work remotely?
0: I worked really good <laughs> at multiple choice questions. I'll let him know. Depending on how many answers there are, I'm right at like twenty five percent of the time. I'm
4: gonna be like, hey John, I got this guy really good at multiple choice stuff. Do we have any multiple choice work for him?
0: <laughs> and he can dunk on a seven foot rim.
4: Uh I guess like I guess we do pretty well though.
1: That's good. I mean if you never have said to- no, I would hope so.
3: How many people like
0: work there?
4: Uh, there's me, my boss, and my boss's wife. Oh, nice. Who handles billing, accounting, and like HR?
0: She hot. Do you ever go to her and be like, somebody said something inappropriate to me today?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I do. I I do sometimes have to go. One of the one of your employees, I'm not gonna say names, came on to me. <laughs> That'd be
3: funny.
4: No, but last... So we work for, like... There's one guy who owns his own company in California, and he gets a bunch of work. So basically, kind of what we do is go like a back and forth where he sends us stuff, and then we'll send him stuff. And then there's, like... I don't know. There's probably, like, three other companies that we... Or four other companies that we do a bunch of work for, and then there's other stuff that just kind of trickles in. But I did see that last month, just for the one guy out in California, we billed him $27,000 last month for work that we did.
0: That's crazy.
4: So I don't even know what the other four companies were.
0: In one month? Yeah,
4: in one month. And then I know What's for another company.
0: Can't
4: be that I don't much. Even, dude, I don't even know. Paying for his licenses, I guess, in different states.
0: Um yeah, but he probably has a guy who does that for him, I'd imagine. I imagine he's not doing that himself. Pays for it for him? No, not pays for it for him, but, like, goes through the process of getting him the licenses.
4: Yeah, it's his wife, yeah. <clears throat> Dang. I don't think it's very hard. I think it's, like, well, first you have to get your P.E. license good, in, like, one hard.
0: state.
4: You have to get your P.E. license in one state. Like, that's how you have to start. You get one, and then I think... You just have to like pay money, and then essentially you can become licensed in every different states. But I mean, it costs a lot of money to stay licensed, so I, you know people really only do it if there's a lot of work in there, mm-hmm. in it for them.
0: That's
4: fair. Well, but I know my boss has his license in Oregon, California, Colorado, Texas, New Jersey, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina. Um, Hawaii? that might be a couple that I'm missing. No Hawaii. The
0: sun shines in Hawaii.
4: Yeah, I'm sure plenty of people have solar. We're just not licensed in Hawaii.
3: <sighs>
0: That's where I come in. And you tell him That's- that.
4: See, I am licensed right, I in Hawaii.
0: I'll be ahead of his yeah, Hawaii I got, this
4: guy, I got this guy. Never been to Hawaii. But he knows people in Hawaii who could sell us work.
0: Yeah, just tell him that, like, he pays for my apartment, a new car, some gas, some food.
1: Look, like, as long as he's making at least $18 an hour, he'll drive to and from Portland every day.
0: Yeah, and if It's
3: if, true. So. If he...
0: If he... Tell him that all of that is included in my pay, on top of that, $500 a week, but also complimentary Dave Matthews tickets whenever he's in town, which... If I'm being honest, that's his benefit, just because they're probably rarely ever going to Hawaii, so. Don't pour over me. (laughs) Don't Don't pour pour over over me. me. Don't pour over me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit.
4: I'll talk to him. When I see him on Monday, Chris, I'll talk to him.
0: Please. Please.
1: The hotel business—not all you thought it was cut out to be.
0: No, the hotel business is fine as of late. I just—just uh, just multiple I'm, choice. Yeah, I'm keeping my options open. I'm really good at multiple choice, 25% of the time with four answers, I'm right.
4: Because while you're at UMaine, just take some basic, just audit some basic structural analysis
0: courses, and we'll
4: sign, we'll sign you on.
0: I don't need an engineering degree in order to do that, right?
4: Um, I guess you don't technically need a degree. It just helps having the background so that you sort of understand how the Excel sheet works.
0: My uncle's an engineer, so I kind of have a background. <laughs> okay.
1: Great. just yeah. tell your boss that Chris has that 100-page intro to engineering book. That should be enough, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> have you read it, Chris?
0: I've read like fifty pages.
4: Okay, you read the rest, read the other five hundred <laughs> and then we'll talk.
0: Alright. Consider it done. No, I, you I don't think you're looking grades. up for me, dude. <laughs> hmm.
4: I guess you don't technically need your degree. But it certainly doesn't hurt. No. Alright. I haven't even taken these out. These are cool. My friend got me some like like a collection of different die so that I can play D&D with them. That's badass. I haven't haven't looked at any of these die. It's pretty cool. I've never messed around with a 20-sided die before. What'd you roll? That was a 9. That was a 15. It's actually way sturdier than I thought it would be. That's really cool. That was a 10. Huh. I've never played Dungeons & Dragons before. Have you guys ever done a D&D campaign?
0: We tried once. <laughs> we <felt like laughs> it did not well. 15 bolt, like, while we were playing, it was Sunday. The Cowboys were playing. It was on the CVL times. Chippy was there and Jake Stanley was there. So, it was mostly just us, like... Oh, and Bank was there.
1: We tried to kill Chip a lot.
0: Yeah, that was, like, our whole end game. When we started off, <laughs> we just wanted Chippy to die. And then he quit. And then we kind of just fucked around for, like, ten more minutes and called it.
1: And then, like, his ten-year-old brother was our dungeon master, because he's the only one that knew how to play. Yeah. Okay. There's and a lot
0: more to it.
1: Chip was like, oh, dude, are we going to be done in, like, an hour? And his brother was like, No. <laughs>
0: I was taking this seriously for a minute there, though.
4: I remember, like, creating characters in college. And then, like, I I don't know, two out of the five people dropped out. So I never did anything with it.
0: The only reason I wanted to play was because I saw that episode in that show, Community. Where they, like, have a Dungeons & Dragons game and it looks so fun. But I have a feeling that's not actually what it's like.
4: I've I've like I've never played before. Like just the people that I'm playing with, they needed an extra, pl- they wanted another player, and so I was like, yeah, I'll play. Why not?
1: I've never done say, it before. I've never been to. that inclined to want to play.
0: What's your yeah, uh, character?
1: I don't know. We haven't made characters yet.
0: If we just we're really like heading
1: into a stupid game, it would be Yu-Gi-Oh. So.
0: We nice. tried a couple times. I still have all my Yu-Gi-Oh cards that I bought at Target that one time somewhere. you need to keep them. Uh, it might be worth something someday. No, probably not. But we Maybe. might start playing Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm not playing Yu-Gi-Oh again. <laughs> We've tried like three times, and every single time we always end up not doing it. Well, this time will be different. I don't
1: even remember.
0: I don't even remember how to battle the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. There's just like you got to know what the cards are.
1: That does help. That's step one.
0: Yeah, you have to yeah, like, know what
1: the cards are. Well, well
4: you have step to know like, what all cards. of them do. Step two is know what the cards are.
0: You have to know <laughs> what they do, and it's like a compli- more complicated game than I ever remember. Well, yeah, that's because when we were kids, we didn't
1: play by the rules. I know. I know. Yeah, that that does sound true.
0: The only game I remember like getting into and actually kind of enjoying it was Settlers of Catan.
4: Yep. That was fun for a Oh, I love Catan. I
0: exactly
4: bought
3: Derek an
1: expansion play. set. I gotta play what? You gotta play Hunt a Killer. What's Hunt, a, Hunt killer? a Killer? It's, uh... You subscribe to it online. To the interwebs. And they send you, like... Um... Like a case file. And basically you have to, like, solve a murder. Is it a real case file? Uh...
4: Am I working, am I working pro bono for the police?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all fake. But they send you, like... So you can do it monthly, or you can buy, like, complete sets out of all of them, but there's, like, six steps. And so basically you get the the first one, and then there's an objective. When you figure out with the completely objective, you let them know. They'll tell you if you're right or not, and if you're right, they'll send you the second box, which will have your next objective. And basically when you get to the end of it, you've solved the murder.
4: Have you ever done it? I have. Is it fun? (laughs) It's cool.
1: It, as long as everyone's, as long as the people you're playing with are interested in doing it, it's fun. Did you complete it? I did. Okay, so you solved you solved the
4: murder. I solved the murder. How many people did you how did, like solve the how murder with? Like how did yours work? Like what was the first like what was the first box you got? Like what did you have to figure out?
1: The first box gives you the details of the case, and the objective was to determine the murder weapon.
4: So how did you deduce that that was your objective?
1: you go over all the materials that they give you well the objective is pretty clear they're pretty clear about what the objective
0: is how did you deduce and then you go over all the materials
1: that they give you which is like interviews and whatnot and then i'm like oh well it would make sense that they were killed with this and then
0: i was right how do they know like if you're right oh i see is it like a thing where you electronically put it in online
1: yeah you so when you think you know what it is you contact them and tell them what you think it is if you're right They'll send you the next box.
0: Oh, so then you have to wait, like, another however long to get the second box?
1: Yeah. Oh. That's only if you want to do it, like, with the most current one that they're doing right now. They have ones that are complete. You just have to buy them, and they send them the, the whole thing to you so you don't have to wait.
0: Oh, okay. That sounds kind of
1: cool. That's cool. Oh, so you got it, and your objective – like, it was, like, objective, like, figure out the murder
4: weapon. So then you looked through everything, and then you were like, oh, I think – I think I, it was a hacksaw. So then you yeah. sent them in. And then the second hacksaw. one was
1: like, so there's one that they do currently, which is like, it takes six months. And well, you can get the boxes like as soon as you complete the objective, like they'll send it to you. You don't have to wait a whole month, but like it's designed like one box a month, basically. And like that is like their most current one. Then all of their other ones are like for sale. You can buy completed objectives
0: how much is a whole set?
1: Uh, I think it's like fifty bucks. How long does it take to complete? Um, well, I did mine over a span of a few weeks. But I mean, I think if you were to sit down and do it all in one night, it'd probably take you a whole night. Really? Yeah. That
4: sounds pretty. Fun. That's pretty cool. I I'm kind of looking up right now. I'm trying to see if I could buy like a complete complete set.
1: Cause what it was like. Determine the murder weapon. The next one comes and it was like, deter- determine a suspect. And then all of this. And then obviously your final objective is who killed such and such.
4: Oh, so there's a bunch of different shit. Okay, so this one is called like Hunt a Killer Moon Summit Complete Box Set, whatever that means.
0: It was General Custard
2: in well, this the must have
0: a bunch of parlor.
3: All
2: right, we got to get out of the office here. There we go.
4: Yeah, this box, this complete box set is $180.
3: Jesus.
4: Get all boxed at once. yeah. What's this called? Hunt a Killer.
0: I mean, if you could get like a bunch of, a couple people to go in on it, it probably wouldn't be that bad.
4: I mean, this looks pretty intense, all the shit that they give you.
1: Yeah,
0: I was going to say, if you're going to
1: get all six boxes at once, that's a lot of material.
4: Yeah, because it's like see, episode one. So it shows like a map of sorts, like a bunch of different doc, like documents, um, some other stuff. Oh, yeah, There's like a laser pointer. I don't know if that's part of the game or just thanks for the purchase. Like, a little notebook that you can write stuff in, plus like a booklet. I'm guessing that walks you through it. Episode three. Oh, episode three comes with a pair of socks, some pictures, looks like of the body, a necklace, some more documents. Yeah. Huh. That's pretty cool.
1: I want to get this.
4: You only did it once, sec.
1: Yeah, I had the monthly subscription. I mean, I moved, so I cancel it so they wouldn't keep delivering it and charging me. Who'd you who'd you play with? Uh my friend Seth and his wife play. So I played with them.
4: Nice. This one's one fifty. That's pretty sweet. I'm gonna like tell some people about this and see if they wanna go in on it. My friend was telling me about this game that I, I kinda wanna play but she was saying that it takes like a ridiculous amount of hours to play it and then basically like you basically it's a one and done like you buy it and then as you're playing it like sometimes you have to like actively destroy pieces or cards or do different things or like scratch out certain things and put in something different
0: oh that sounds kind of cool
4: yeah, I can't remember what the name of it was, but it said she she said it took like upwards of like fifty to sixty hours to complete the game. That's
0: crazy, dude. Red Dead yeah. Redemption two.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was RDR two. Did you guys play Red Dead two?
2: No.
0: No, never. I was never into like cowboys and shit, so I never really played. She just it was cowboys fun. and
4: aliens. Yeah, I'm not much of a gamer, but this year I played Red Dead Two. I played Ghosts of Tsushima, and I'm playing Last of Us Two right now. More of a
0: Harry Potter Lego kind of guy.
1: I know. I'm playing a lot of <laughs> of
0: NHL. I almost bought NHL the other day. It's good. It's a good one.
4: I don't. I can't really do sport games anymore. They get kind of tedious. That's why I kind of like to just play the campaign games and then just be done with it.
1: I just like violence and fighting people. Fair enough. That's all you do.
3: <laughs>
4: when, when we all get our six hundred dollars stimulus checks, do you guys want to all buy PS fives and <laughs> start playing Call of Duty together? <laughs>
0: no. Potentially up to two thousand. Probably not, but potentially.
4: Hey, all I only need is six hundred to buy the console. So
0: yeah, I'm sure PlayStation is just biding their time. They're probably well. They probably saw the six hundred dollars stimulus dude, check package seen, and they were like, like "Fuck, dude, we dude, can't released- all take them in time."
4: Their releasing of these systems is so ridiculous, and like, kind of starting to piss me off. Like, they do it's like random
0: store
1: around. It's like PS5 and Xbox not for sale in store, online only.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like I'm not buying it online and like hoping it doesn't get fucked when it gets shipped to me. Well, not even Dude, I just can't find it anywhere. Fun. I
4: can't find it. I can't find it online. It's not in the stores. And then, like, I'll go to these websites, and they're like, oh, check this website daily, and it might, like, and every now and then it might come. Like, a couple of consoles, and then they fucking sell out in seconds. Yeah.
0: I'm all
4: set. i can't believe – I just can't believe they couldn't anticipate this demand. Or they're intentionally I mean, doing it like this.
0: When was the 4 dropped? Like – Years ago. Yeah. It has, it's been a long time since a new console has dropped. Like, they've uh, – they've, like, I remember Xbox put out, like – Uh, an updated copy of the xbox one but none of them have put out like a new console in years besides like nintendo switch came out like three years ago
4: i would say it's been at least four years so the ps4 came out in
0: 2013 oh my fucking gosh dude it's been seven
4: years and the xbox one was probably released the same time right yeah 2013
0: they all they release at the same time almost every single time within a month of each other
4: yeah. So I just cannot fucking find. I was going to buy the digital PS5, but I think I'm going to go the game route now. The disc version. Yeah.
1: Dude, I can't wait for them to release Grand Theft Auto 5 on PS5 cuz then they can just literally... Like, people are going to be like
0: triple dipping that game. Well, they're making a new one.
4: Yeah, so I saw something about there's I was reading some crazy shit and I was like if this is actually in the game like this might be pretty
1: badass.
0: Yeah. I I haven't I haven't played Grand Theft Auto I, I played Grand Theft Auto V like two or three times, and I just...
1: I started it, and then when it was like switched back and forth between these characters, I was like, uh, no.
4: Yeah. I actually, I remember playing it, and I loved, P- I loved GTA V so much, so, like I literally restarted the game and did it, and, and every time you had to make a choice, I just did the opposite of what I had done before. Yeah.
1: I work with this guy who loves Grand Theft Auto V so much, Hes all he does is play online. And when I first met him, he was talking, he talks about the money he makes in Grand Theft Auto as if it's real money that he actually has. Oh jeez. Uh, and he was like he was like, "Oh yeah, dude, like I had to get a new car last night, it cost me like 60 grand." And I was like, "What?"
3: <laughs> and he was like
1: he was like, "Yeah, dude, like $60,000." And I was like, "How you're a fucking dishwasher at a restaurant, how do you have $60,000 to buy a car?" And he was like no, dude, like, in Grand Theft Auto, in my game, I was like, why are you talking about this? As if these are real things you actually have.
0: <laughs> what it's do you do? cheat like codes and shit that he could punch in to get, like, infinite money, though. Dude, right? not if you, you mean...
4: play online, you can. Not, I say not online, but what...
0: Uh... What do you even do if you play online? Like, I was going to say, objective? what
4: is online?
1: Online is, is basically, like... Uh, so, like, basically, if you're walking down the street in Grand Theft Auto Five all the people that were there, they would now be, like, real people so they can, like, shoot you in the face and you can do missions together and shit like that.
4: So do you play the game? Like, you're playing Grand Theft Auto 5, like, you're playing that storyline, but now you just run into other people? Or like it's completely its own different thing?
1: It's its own thing. okay. I don't know. It doesn't seem worth it to me. No, I wouldn't play it online. And I certainly wouldn't talk about it as if there are things I actually accomplished I in life. I
0: blew $60,000 on a <laughs> car left.
2: Uh, you know, like, it, oh, it got to the
1: point. point where he literally, like, it's all he talks about, and it got to the point where he started saying it to me one night, and I had to tell him, I was like, dude, if that's your thing, that's your thing, that's cool, but I gotta be honest, I couldn't possibly care less. Like, it's, it's getting a bit much, don't you think? Because it seems like you can do different missions and
4: shit, so if they were, like, constantly uploading, like, you just had, like, a never-ending amount of missions you could go on...
1: No, it like, it will never end. You could play that game for the rest of your life.
4: Right, and they'll always keep updating it, essentially, right? Or is there just that's how much stuff there is?
1: That's just how much stuff there is.
4: Because I was reading, like, you can do, like, street races plus, like, leisurely shit.
1: Plus, if you're but content for- just walking around shooting hookers in the face like me, you can really right.
4: do that your entire life. <laughs> Dude, nothing's going to ever top. Um, granted, I thought of San Andreas, though.
1: Dude, I think if I if I'm really thinking about it, and you pressed me for my favorite game,
4: it's GTA San Andreas.
1: It's probably Saints Row 2.
4: Oh really? Yeah, sure. You did really like that game.
1: I love Saints Row 2. That's the only game I've ever 100% completed.
4: What you, like 100%? As in like you did all the bonus stuff too?
1: I did everything there is to do in that game.
4: Damn. I just remember, I don't know, I just think there's something about, like, the in-depth story of San Andreas that I just really got into. Did
0: you ever play thought, Saints 2, Chris? No. I know that, like, isn't you,
1: don't you have to, like, choose a gang or something? No, you're in a gang. Yeah, but don't you get to
3: choose, like, purple or green or some shit?
1: You're purple, you're bro. Saints. You're the third-row Saints.
0: No,
4: no, never. That game was pretty fun, actually. I remember, like... It's like some of the guns are like so unrealistic. It's kind of like what's like the, there's like that insane I saw pistol. Game
2: that game where they had a dildo gun.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I guess the game was yeah, the game was pretty fun. But nothing's gonna top San Andreas, Chris. What's your favorite game ever?
1: You already know the answer to that. Lego <laughs> <Like, laughs> Harry Potter. No, Jet Set Radio Future. Jet Set Radio Future is
0: fucking tight, dude. What I love Jet
4: that S- game. I've never heard it. What is it again?
1: Jet Set
0: Radio Future is where you're literally like a rollerblading <laughs> gang in Japan and you just go around to spray paint shit. That's it.
4: What?
0: Yeah, <laughs> That's no. A game?
4: What's it called? Jet's
0: Jet Radio Set Radio? Well, there was Jet Set Radio, which was the original, and then there was Jet Set Radio Future, which was the game that came with the original Xbox. That and then like Forza, or no, GT2000.
1: Dude, I used to like walk to Chris's house. And I would, he would be, oh, yeah, dude, just come inside. He'd be playing Jet Set Radio Future. He'd have that one prof album on. that was the only thing in his iTunes library. <laughs> like, so do you want to, like, go outside and play basketball or something? He'd be like, oh, yeah, dude, just let me finish this real quick. And then three hours
0: later.
3: <laughs> dude, it's so stupid
0: because, like, you literally do nothing except, like, skate around and spray paint shit. There's basically no objective. You can like collect other characters. It's like one of those games where you have to find them. So I'd skate around and I'd try and find these characters, and I'd find one every once in a while, and it was the most accomplishing feeling. But like, it is one of my favorites. But if I had to say my all-time favorite, <laughs> Blocksource Coolmath Games dot <laughs> What
3: was, what what
4: the, was the game? For? What was the game we <laughs> had to like? Oh fuck yeah. What was the game you had to do, like, tumble over? And you had to, like, drop it perfectly in the hole? Oh, block that was Block
0: Source, Source dude.
4: Oh, it was Block, okay, yeah. Block Source,
0: Balloon's Tower Defense. There was one where you had a lemonade stand, or, no, a coffee Balloon's stand. Balloon's
4: Tower Defense. I totally you where you throw the darts.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, that was sick. Dude, remember, remember when we tried to beat the impossible quiz?
0: Oh, dude, we I spent, did.
1: We spent weeks. We trying to beat the
0: impossible. We had like quiz. this list of like all the answers. Like we had like this this fucking notebook and Well,
1: because we got to like there's fifty questions, we got to question like thirty-five.
0: Yeah. And then
1: we died and we had to start over. So we were like fuck.
0: Yeah. We could really 35? write
1: down all the Don't have I've to do never, I've never gotten anywhere remotely that
4: high.
0: Hmm. We beat it, I'm pretty sure at one point. I think we did, yeah. We, we really? really beat that at one point, sure.
4: I should watch a YouTube compilation where someone just
0: beats the Impossible Quiz, just to I see. Know, I just want to see what all the levels I just are. Freak out of Impossible
1: Quiz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it like makes no point, like makes no sense. That's a good idea. Like, no, there
1: isn't.
0: There's no rhyme or reason to the answers.
1: Most of the answers we figured out is because there's only like three choices, and we guessed the other two already.
0: Yeah, we, So I was like, okay, well it's to we be. We literally one. like.
1: Do you think as a kid that just went over your head, and now you could figure out some of the
4: puns or whatever they were doing?
0: I'm sure. Maybe, but yeah. like, I wonder how hard it would be now at age 24. There are some questions though that l- you you could only figure out by making attempt after attempt after attempt.
1: Maybe that's why it's impossible. We did it though. Maybe we should do it again.
4: Okay, there's a seven <laughs> minute walk. no
0: notebook. Let's do it again. We're not starting. <laughs> We're not waiting until question 35 this time.
4: Okay, seriously, I wanted a freak out compilation.
0: Realistically, my, my favorite game of all time is either Jet Set Radio Future or um uh Spyro. Uh, yeah. I did really like Spyro. Oh, never mind. NCAA football.
1: Which one? <laughs>
0: um The one with the guy from Michigan on it. I can never remember I can't remember his name.
4: Was that Des Howard? Desmond no, Howard? Not
0: sure. He had, he had dreadlocks on it, I'm pretty sure.
1: Dude, I remember the one with Reggie Bush on the cover from USC. And then I had the one with RG3 on the cover.
0: Oh, that was the last one. It was the last no, one. No, it wasn't. No, no, no. 14. Yeah, NCAA 14. That was one of my favorites. It's selling for $200 online. It's out
1: of print, dude. You can't get those.
0: That's mm, That's crazy unopened like imagine i want to know
4: what that, that my old boss he loves playing ncaa on the ps2 i think he said it was
0: dude it's a good it's, it's a such great a great game. game yeah i don't know why they stopped doing that like tim tebow fucking mark ingram's on there i'm pretty sure i always love how you like
4: knew who they were but it never called it out
0: it was the same number and the same build and the same type of looking person, but their name was always, like, Clyde Johnson or something <laughs> <Yeah>. super generic. <laughs>
1: when you get back further, like, the one with Reggie Bush on the cover, it was literally, like, it was fucking, like, QB number 10, <laughs> even though you knew it was Matt Liner. Yeah.
4: I definitely remember the- playing the NCAA basketball game, too, and, like, being Duke mm-hmm. and just being, like, I know this is J.J. Redick.
1: <laughs> no, dude. If I have to pick my favorite game of all time, it is NFL Street.
0: Fuck you,
4: you
1: fucking bitch.
4: NFL Street's pretty dope.
0: NFL Street Two was Sucks. better than the original. I loved it. No, more than the original. And it got too NBA
4: Street. It got too out of hand.
0: Dude, getting a, it got way too out of hand. It got way too out of hand. We like NFL Street, not have Yeah, it as long as we did. Um, What was
4: that? What was that like? Rated mature football game where you could like break people's legs and stuff.
0: Literally, you could literally take steroids. That's sick.
1: Forgot about that game.
0: I always liked NBA Street though, like getting a game breaker and then just slamming it home.
1: Dude, I wish Madden was like NFL Street.
0: Just get NFL Street. It's hard to find now. You already have it. Don't they should
1: play? They should make. Remaster NFL Street for next-gen consoles. <laughs>
0: dude, I'm sure that would not work. I'd play it. Make no, a special I'd,
1: request. I'd make you play it, then I'd take your ass again. Dude, I would,
0: I would... I would, would, on no questions asked, utilize one of my slaps. You can't, dude.
1: can't uh, be out of malicious intent.
0: It would not be out of malicious intent. It was... If you... like The day you buy that game, I would just smack the <laughs> shit out of you. Unprovoked. Like... No malicious intent. I wouldn't let myself get to that point. I would just smack the shit out of you. What
1: was the score when we played?
0: I don't fucking know. No, you know. We played. We played like, like 400 games in a row.
1: Yeah, because you kept wanting to play until you beat me, and you just
0: can't beat me because I'm the best at that game. I almost did. I was one touchdown away one game.
1: Yeah, did you win?
0: I was getting good though. Did you win? I'm not gonna admit it. Did you win? No, I didn't <laughs> win. You know, you know what game pissed me off just as much as that? I, for the life of me, could not beat Chippy at uh, Super Smash Bros.
1: Dude, there are some things that he's just really good at that are inexplicable.
0: Guitar Hero and Super Smash Bros. And Madden. And Madden. Who is I I's his Ass at Madden. Oh boy. Chip. I was the best oh. at Madden. I don't...
1: I don't. He couldn't. I beat him thirty-six to nothing in NFL Street, mm. but I
0: can't beat him in Madden. It's weird because hmm. you fucking lateral. That's all you fucking do. I have a strategy. It works I every too.
1: time. Well, Chip would always fucking – he picked the 49ers, and he would just try to hail Mary to T.O. all day.
0: Mm-hmm. It and would I, work.
1: I intercepted it every time. I know that's oh, what you do. doing.
0: Oh, you're on Street. He would, pick, he would pick Julio Jones in, uh, in fucking Madden, and he would catch it like every single fucking time.
1: Yeah, it's funny that he never plays with the team that he claims is his favorite. Yeah. Cause they fucking suck. They do suck. Who's his favorite? The Cowboys. Uh, I, for some reason I thought I think I knew
0: that. They're shite this year. And every year. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, but he would always be Bowser in Super Smash Bros. And like his whole thing was that like he would he would kill you until he had two lives left and you had one. And then he would just, like, pick you up and do Bowser's fucking body slam thing off of the map and just fucking kamikaze it down into the to the fucking underworld. And then he would win. Fucking bitch, dude. It's so <laughs> fucking frustrating. Why
1: don't you fucking fight me like a man, dude?
0: Why, why do you keep fucking doing that shit? It's so annoying. Just no. fucking fight me. Dude, I fucking hate <laughs> cheap strategies. Like, play the actual game. Be good at the game. dude.
1: That is a good strategy, yeah. just because you can't beat it.
0: It's fucking bitch moves. <laughs> why don't you just fucking fight me? Dude? Like, why, why do you have to fucking do it's shit It's like, like that? playing Mortal Kombat and tucking yourself in the corner and fucking crouching and kicking. Like, it's a good move. Yeah, no, it's a fucking That's bitch move. move. That's not pl- actually playing the game, though. I'm getting heated just thinking about that. Anyways, I never played Red Dead Redemption.
4: <laughs> I didn't. I never played the first one.
0: It seemed like a cool story, but I the only game I remember like playing super intensely that wasn't like a sports game or like a simple game was like Skyrim. I played the shit out of Skyrim.
4: I did have a lot of fun birth. on Skyrim.
0: Fuck you, seriously. Nah. Wow. That's
4: true. There was a time when there was an obsession on Saxon.
0: I don't doubt that for a you know. He would always, oh, wait,
4: he, like would, he didn't see me, always come home from school and just immediately start
0: playing Skyrim. Well,
1: that's how you get 400 hours.
0: <laughs> Weekends, Skyrim. Are you still gonna do the same thing when the new one comes out? No, I will not play it. I can't allow myself to buy it. Are you kidding me? You're not gonna be able it's to It's a hold problem. I'm gonna buy it and you're gonna watch me play it when you come over. You be like, hey dude, can I like? Dude, you mind if What's, I play play? When can I can I like, see the control for a second? Looks What's pretty cool. What's the next one coming out? I have no idea. I they I know that they're going to come out with one, but they said they don't want to release it until they're able to come up you know, know, They said they don't want to release it until they're able to release a game that can distribute 12 years of content.
2: What? That's insane. Like, like
0: this one. They said that they want a game that can be just as, like, over time as Skyrim is
4: i played skyrim i think the first time i played it i think it was my senior year of college believe it or not
0: you waited that long
4: yeah i never really had an interest and then like a family friend of rachel's who we like hung out with a lot he was like really into it and he's like he's like dude you should really play he's like i never really thought i'd be that into it he's like but i finally checked it out off of like another person's recommendation so then i was like okay i got like i don't really have anything going on it's a pretty chill year so, I think I like crushed it over the breaks and just like played a shit
0: ton of it. The campaign isn't that hard to beat. Like, it's the just actual not. Yeah, the campaign's
1: only like 40 hours, 50 hours. There's everything else that sucks up your time. Yeah, it does. I became like a werewolf, I became a vampire. I cured myself of being a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> a Dude, you just
0: did like everything. You joined the, the fucking shields. Yep. Yeah.
1: Anyone that came up to me was like, yo, man, you want to do this shit? I'd be like,
0: yeah, why not?
4: (laughs) I think I, I think I, like, there's one point, like, I had done a bunch of side shit, so I was like, oh, I should do some of the main stuff, like, just, like, just do a little bit. And then I ended up, like, beating the game. I was like, whoa, that was, like, really fast.
0: Well, yeah, because, like, you get super strong. Like, you go and do these side missions, you get fucking powerful as shit, and then you start to get on the campaign, and you're like, this is fucking easy. Like, well, that's I, what I
1: try to explain to people, dude. Like, they get 20 hours into the campaign, like, oh, I keep dying during this part. Okay, well, what, what are your stats at? And they showed me like mm. the weak stats. You've been doing I any fucking it. side stuff? No, I only want to play the main stuff. Like, fuck you then. <laughs> you, know, you know how like,
4: uh, you know how like, the last, basically the last mission is to like kill that dragon.
3: Mm. Yep.
4: Like I like so when I played it, the only time I played it, I basically beefed up my heavy heavy weapons. So I was like tooling with an axe, and so like (laughs) that last mission, I would literally just like hacked and slashed the dragon to death, and it like didn't take that long at all.
1: I always killed them as a werewolf.
0: (laughs) I never like was entertained by using the weapons, so I always did magic. Lord. That's literally all I did is I'd sit there and I'd like dual wield like fucking fire and I would shoot these guys and then it would be that's dead like two seconds. That's a pretty. Like that's, a pretty
1: that's a bitch tragedy dude, just to shoot everyone with fire.
0: Dude, I was a 99 in destruction magic and a 99 in restoration dude, magic. My, I didn't care about so alteration. That,
4: so does that mean that your like magic kills were just like instant? Like you'd let them on fire and they were like dead immediately? Dude,
1: so fucking quick, like, dude! I can't even tell you how much time of that 400 hours was just spent with me hunting in the woods trying to get my archery to 99. <laughs> like I, I just went virtual hunting trying to kill all these deer.
4: <laughs> Did it work?
1: Yeah. He'd go out and try and find like elk and rabbits and shit with his arm. I'd ar- shoot him with a bow. Oh, my gosh. The other thing I never really got into was, like, the alchemy stuff and, like, making
0: potions. I got into making potions for a little bit. That is... Because, like, you don't know what you're making until you have, like, the piece of paper saying what you're making. Unless you can, like, look it up online and shit, which I never did because I felt like that was cheating. But, like... mm. But, like, the, the enchanting, like, swords and shit, so they can be, like, does 20 points of frost damage per second. Like... I never did that. Yeah, I never got into that. I was too
1: busy hunting.
0: <laughs> I'm just picturing Zach taking, like, a Saturday and sitting at his fucking Xbox for six hours. Waking up, sitting there for six hours, and just hunting in the woods until your mom was just Dude, like, Zach, dinner's ready, and you're like... That's basically what it
1: was. Dude, I would wake up at, like, six o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. I'd be like, oh, man, I don't really want to do it, but I really got to get some hunting done today. I, I... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Begrudgingly, like White Knuckles, like shit. I gotta hunt.
1: I really gotta get some hunting done.
0: I would hunt for a while. <laughs> the whole day,
1: dude. Just yeah, dude. You never. Sometimes you just walk out in the woods and you don't come back till it's dark out.
0: You didn't even get anything from it. Like I guarantee you didn't take any of the meat or any of the pelts. It's you all just, about the kills, bud. You just <laughs> kill these things. Oh, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, just wait for the next one to come out, Zach.
4: It's like, I kind of get what you're saying. Like, actively knowing how much time I put into it and how much time I would again put into
1: it, it's just like, I can't do it. I don't what? have that kind of time to dedicate to something.
0: I mean, what what game have you put the most time into?
1: I mean, I don't Me? think there's any other game I've played 400 hours of, so. I would say the most
0: time it's I... Half a month. <laughs> Over half a, a, a month.
1: I would say
4: the game I logged the most amount of time on was The Witcher 3.
0: How much time was that?
4: I don't know. It was a while, and I never even beat the game. What? Yeah.
0: Like You got to go back to that then. You can't leave that unfinished.
4: <laughs> yeah, I can. I'm fine with it.
1: <laughs> the only game I... that I ever started and like didn't finish was L.A. Noire.
0: I heard that was so long, though. Like, it required uh, two different discs, didn't it?
1: Yeah. I think I did beat that game, but I really don't remember, like, what the main story was or, like, I how you moved I so many missions because my attitude towards suspects would, like, would make it so that I couldn't possibly go any further in the mission because they didn't tell me what I needed to know.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: No fucking way.
1: Like, I just, do like, dude, I'm a police detective in Los Angeles in the 50s. I don't want to ask questions. I want to shoot people. That's why I became a police detective.
0: Yep. No. No, not me.
1: There's always, fuck this game, I'm going to play Skyrim. (laughs) There's some hunting to do.
2: Yeah.
4: Though I have, I have beaten Grand Theft Auto San Andreas <clears throat> like five times, so that could be up there for most amount of times logged.
0: It was a while there where I used to come over to your guys' house and Zach would just be sitting on his PlayStation playing San Andreas, and then he would stop playing San Andreas and start playing Goldeneye. Yeah, that sounds right.
4: But dude, San Andreas is literally
1: the best. The second time you can initiate Gang Wars, I wouldn't do a mission until I owned
0: 100% of...
3: Love yeah, science. dude,
1: Gang Wars is
3: awesome.
1: Hmm. I went 100% of it.
0: That was the last Grand Theft Auto that, like, I played intensely.
1: I played Grand Theft Auto 4. That one's a good one. What's the one where you're in Nico? That's 4.
4: Yeah, I, play, I maybe beat that one, like, twice. I beat GTA 5 twice.
1: <laughs> and they had the option where you could save someone or kill them, and I always killed them.
0: Of course you do, you sadistic bastard. <laughs>
4: Like, I think I'd always do it twice, just to get the opposite effect, just to see what would happen. But
1: well, you get to the very end, it's like, you can kill Damien, or you can save him, and I just, like, see
4: ya. Oh, yeah. Oh, hold on, Rachel's calling me. No. Hello? Hold on, I'm gonna get a beer. Oh, why, long day? <laughs> sure, what is it?
1: boston lager you can say
4: no no i'll drink boston lager
1: oof that's a lot
4: well you can hurry home and chill i'm recording the podcast right now with zach and
1: chris yeah no no you're fine no you're fine no, that's fine, Rachel. I just have to edit this out. That's cool. You're not gonna. Don't act like okay. you're good. No problem. No problem. It's okay.
4: It's not a problem. I got you the other pairs. They're coming in, so I'll, I'll get them out when I get them out.
1: Dude, this has like 30 IBUs. That must be pretty good. Has 30
2: what? Alright, well, love 30
1: you 30 IBUs. I don't even know what that is. are
2: Alright,
0: Inches of bare
1: units? It
0: must be. Yeah. Units being
3: penises.
1: Unit. Slug Boss and Logger and Mountain Dew Voltage. How big is that? Yeah. Ugh! I think I'm
3: gonna be packing
0: something
1: to do. Dude, not fucking black bears, that's for sure. <laughs> black bears are the bitches of the fucking woods. What
0: kind of bear am I looking like? What's the base bear? Black bear. Black bear? No, I'm gonna say it's the base bear. Like Dude, when we think when people think of a bear, the first one that comes to your mind is a black bear, or like a grizzly, or a I
1: guess it depends bear. geographically where you are.
0: A brown bear. Is is there a bear called a brown bear?
1: Brown bear, brown bear. What do you see?
0: Oh, that's right. How big is a
1: brown bear's penis? What? <laughs> About seven point three inches.
0: Seven point three inches. That's not bad. No, that's, that's a that's the average.
1: Did you? You think? You think does that, it give you a girth measurement?
0: No, it doesn't.
1: It just is length. Like I mean, length isn't everything. Length
0: of the penis bone. A species, ecological, mating <laughs> system. Right.
1: Hip bone connected to the knee bone. Knee bone connected to the penis so bone.
2: Penis faucet?
0: Yeah, how do you Under get the one? Long line of work. Yeah, dude, you Shit. should
1: switch to being an archaeology major. I should just be
0: homeless. A- <laughs> Fucking penis archaeologist.
1: Oh, what made you want to become an archaeologist? Dude, I just want to find bear dick bones.
0: <laughs> um, you ever seen a mammoth cock? You haven't <laughs> lived until you've seen a mammoth cock.
1: You can see Chris in his best Indiana Jones outfit fucking brushing off a fossil. I'm like, what's that? Like, this is the head of a bear penis. <laughs> like, this,
4: this is my life's work.
0: Hold it up to the light like he does in fucking Jurassic Park. Just like, oh, man. Oh, you find, a bear, in tre- you find, find, find a bear
4: dick and Tree Sap?
0: Dude, you're not, are you shitting me? I'm making that animal so I can compare fossilized dick to real life dick.
1: Chris has a dream of going to expeditions in the Arctic to get up. A fucking fossil of a polar bear dick. That's what he refers to as the white whale.
0: It's, speci- <laughs> it's specifically like bear cock though. It's not like I don't care about all however many species of animals there are out there. I just it's bear.
1: Look, I didn't go to eight years of archaeology school to find porcupine cocks. All right?
0: <laughs> Those fucking small insignificant things. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm going for bear dick. Are you looking at pictures of him right
4: now? No. I'm just getting the sound of meta pulled up.
0: Sure, because I can't see the reflection in your glasses <laughs> at all.
1: That's a bear dick. <laughs> all right, you caught me. All
4: right, well, I see we get recording here.
1: I have been for the last 52 minutes.
4: Hey, right on. You have some good content to put at the end of the show.
1: I just leave it at the beginning.
4: Yeah, that's so annoying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
0: do you at least put the, like the intro in front of it? Yeah. Or do you like leave all of this and then the intro and then Jake saying, "Hi, welcome to another episode of Foman Loving.
1: Sometimes, like I mean to put it at the end, but sometimes like I like, keep scrolling through and I try to find the beginning and like I just can't, so I just give up.
0: That's it.
1: Uh, I think on Tenet, I think you it's at the beginning.
2: Possible.
4: At least I know what it is for the one that we did before that Fat Man. Yeah, I think that one's at the beginning.
0: Fat Man, Fat Man, Fat Man. That boy's up to something.
4: Okay, all this one. Just been... All right.
2: Boom! Boom! Boom!
0: Erect New York. Erect New York.
2: All right, go on.
3: The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs>